you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Richardson fires one over the middle in stride. Richardson, he'll load it up and cut it loose with that big arm. Makes a tackle, and there he goes. Richardson in the end zone. Wide open for Richardson. Anthony Richardson is dangerous in the open field. That's hey. Everybody getting geared up for Anthony Richardson yeah. Pro Day. You can catch it today, 1130 a.m. Eastern, right on NFL Plus, the only place you can find it in this is Good Morning Football, the only place you can find a lot of things as we unpack the game. Live here in New York City, it's Thursday, March 30th. Jamie Erdahl here, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, your usuals at the breakfast That's table, right. along with a guest <laughs> for our meal, NFL defensive tackle, Michael Brocker. Brock. What's up, Brock? Hey, What's up, Brock? What's good? What's Brock good? is back. Made it back. Yes, sir. The Thanks Houston native uh, spent the day in New York yesterday. What did mm-hmm. you get into, my friend? Uh, nothing. 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 I watched all the people below me walk and, <laughs> you know, sightsee, and I was just looking from my window. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's You're in the yeah. biggest, most celebrated city in the world, and <laughs> you just did nothing. You know yeah. what it is? My Father mind. of four. Just That's needed it. a day just, in the hotel, you know? It. That's it. Just resting my legs. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Smart veteran movie. Well, you know who's not resting his legs? Anthony Richardson in preparation for his pro day. Time for the lead block. block. Three quarterbacks in Bucky Brooks' latest mock draft, 3.0. C.J. Stroud, first overall to the Panthers. That's where the highly contested decision comes into play. Bryce Young going to Houston. And then Anthony Richardson, Bucky has as QB3 coming off the board at 20, going to the Seattle Seahawks uh, as their second first-round pick. Keep that in mind that Daniel Jeremiah currently has the Colts taking Richardson at four. That's quite the sliding scale to look at for Anthony Richardson, who, of course, is coming out of the University of Florida, set to show off his skills in Gainesville later this morning. What does he have to do for Bucky to move him up his next from 20 to 4 to match what Daniel Jeremiah has going on a little bit? Questions that NFL mm-hmm. teams must still have that they would like to be answered today. If you were a GM or an owner or a coach, Jay, what would you be looking at today? Uh, there's just so much. I think in these pro days, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks. You're not going to go out there and redefine who you are, but I think for Anthony Richardson, we said, hey, when it was Bryce Young, when it was C.J. Stroud, we don't need these wow moments, these viral moments. From Anthony Richardson, I want to see a viral moment. I want to see in a crazy throw, rolling out to the pocket, going to his left, chucking the ball 60 yards in the air. Because you think about what he did at the combine, how he is impressed, and how he kind of rolls up the draft boards in some people's mind. It's been his physical prowess, his 40-yard dash, his jump, and then he threw the ball really well at the combine. So a lot of what Anthony Richardson has done since 
since the season ended, it showed everybody how great of an athlete he is and how physically he can grow in and learn how to play the quarterback position at a high level in the NFL. There's a lot of questions of people saying over his accuracy and completion percentage and all of those other things. Is he going to go out there on a Thursday and say, all right, hey, look, I am accurate. I'm throwing the ball on air to my receivers, and every GM is going to say, oh, yeah, let's draft him number one. I don't know, but I think at the same time, him going out there at this opportunity on a pro day and impressing and continuing that upward trajectory that he's had since the season ends, I think it continues to gain momentum behind his name and puts him up in the class of the other quarterbacks that we've been talking mm-hmm. about over the past few weeks. It's showtime. Let's go. Go time, baby. It's showtime. Turn up the lights. Turn Mm -hmm. up the music. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you got to do. The goal for Anthony Richardson today and for the several days moving forward between now and the draft is how am I going to get myself to be the number one overall pick? That's Mm -hmm. the goal. Mm -hmm. With my athleticism and my hype and my ability, I want to be the number one overall pick. I do not think he can hold serve and throw well and be accurate and look the part and run down to other candidates Mm -hmm. like Young and Stroud. I just don't think he can. He needs some sort of seismic events. He really does. He needs to. This is the only time around this time of year you hear the word wow as a verb. He has to wow people. <laughs> I really do mean that. Um, you need to. You have an angle. I do think you have an angle. It's like a, a, a politician trying to win an election. You have a way you can do it. And his angle is play into that. His potential is untapped. His upside is boundless. He has no ceiling. You need to get someone someone like a Frank Reich to say, there's a little bit of rough around the edges, but I think I can get my hands on him and I can use his talent and he will be the best quarterback in this class in two years and three years. That's what you go for. So show off. Do the big throws. Do the bleeping backflip. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Let me see your arms. And I don't mean to see you throw it. I mean, I want to see your arms, dude. I want to see your triceps and deltoids. I want to see it all. I Googled this morning Anthony Richardson backflip. You know what's the first face you see when you do that? Jamie Erdahl on the sideline talking about him, and he's doing backflips up and down. And Jamie's like, and he looks pretty good before the game. And I'm like, Jamie, you've seen this. You've been there. Um, he needs to have the coaches walk away from, the, from today just saying, this guy's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I know the completion percentage. Da, 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 da. I think this guy is a star. I think the other couple guys could be really good quarterbacks. This guy could be a player of mass destruction. <laughs> mm-hmm. They see us in two, 2025, and I think we have a superstar. Let's let us work on that is your angle. But it doesn't work if you lay a brick today, if you're boring today. It's showtime. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. I agree with both of you guys. Um, I'll go along the lines of saying, like, there's teams out there that already know that they want them, that want him, you know, and they know what what his potential is. They know uh, what they see in him. So go out there and, and do what you you did in the combine. You went out there and threw mm-hmm. sixty yard passes. You went out there and threw uh, dimes to receivers. But the the crazy thing is about a lot of this quarterback play and a lot of these quarterback pro days is they don't have anybody rushing them. They don't have anybody pressuring them, which is, which, which it, it sucks a little bit for them, but it, it, I, I like to see what they look like under pressure, what they look like calling plays, stuff like that. So, um, like, I, like you guys said, you know, he, he's going to do a great job. I plan on him doing a great job at his pro day, but I want to see what he's, what he's like, mm-hmm. you know, in training camp mm-hmm. and, and, you know, really under that pressure and people mm-hmm. really having their eyes on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I don't know the mechanics of a pro day. I don't know how the script is set up. I don't know how much control you actually have over what you participate in. Uh, Cameron Wolf tweeted that Anthony Richardson is going to have 45 throws, mm-hmm. and that's what he's going to go through. If I were him and I was a GM, I wouldn't 
No, if I were him, mm-hmm. I would not jump today. I would not run today. I would just throw. Mm-hmm. I would just throw. Everyone knows your innate, beautiful athleticism. No one knows about your consistency because you played in 24 college games. You've only started 13 of those. Mm-hmm. You're going 24 touchdown passes against 15 interceptions. Mm-hmm. Just throw. Mm-hmm. Show them how consistent you are. And if you could change the script, to your point, Brock, I would run a huddle. I would get the guys together, and I would almost say, do it like a show. I would say, like, hey, uh, throw, call a play out. Tell me what I'm going up against. <laughs> Have everybody watch you interpret that, because I spoke to one scout at the Combine that that is the true question about Anthony Richardson. It's not his, not his physical gifts, not whether or not he can execute mechanically. It's how he prepares as he's speaking to the guys in the huddle, and, and he's up against the line, and he's calling out defenses, and he's talking, communicating. What that looks like and how you can recreate that in a pro day. Again, I don't know what the traditional way is to do a pro day, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be kind of fun to be like, hey, give a pop quiz. Who wants yeah. to call anything out? I don't know how you could do it, but I think it'd be cool <laughs> Jamie, for him to just show off. There, yeah. There's no bylaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, okay. you're putting, you're, it's a workout. Yeah. And it, you can do anything you want. We've mentioned it many times. Johnny Menzel and full shoulder pads yeah. with music blasting oh, and camouflage shorts. Right. Like mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. Well, and for Bryce Young to not participate in anything in Indianapolis, just get measured. Anthony, do the opposite. It. Don't do any of the any of the numbers that don't have your elbows yeah. reach down to the ground and see how mm. far down your forehead goes. Just throw. Mm. Just show them how you can throw. <laughs> that's all you give them today. Leave them wanting a little bit more, but show them what you got. Yeah, that's all I anticipate them doing. And I think even within those those throws, a lot of it, I would love to see them outside the pocket, moving around mm. and showing that, hey, early on, I may not be able to pick everything up, which most rookie quarterbacks aren't. And ones that have that athleticism, you get them outside mm-hmm. the pocket where they're comfortable. I think the more he shows that in his pro day, the more impressed everybody will be. I want to see, look, I, I want to see the long throw. <laughs> I want to see it. Sometimes you do it as a punctuation mark. Good workout, and now I'm going to throw it. If he throws it, and let's just it goes 81 yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a number that blasts all over the internet. All of if I'm him, I'm bringing out a hoop and I'm dunking. I'm doing any. You know how those guys go down flat on their back and they do right. those kickups like the martial art of Van Damme used to do, where they land on their feet. Do all that stuff. Like yeah. show your feathers, baby. That's it. This you got a whole different thing to play than Stroud and Young that they don't. Show it today. There is a risk in that, though. And Ryan Leaf, the former second overall pick, was here yesterday, Brock. And I want to know your thoughts on just his take on wanting guys like an Anthony Richardson to maybe – Go, almost do him a favor. Go later. Don't yeah. have so much pressure on being a top five guy. Mm-hmm. How do you interpret that, no, seeing the raw skill that this quarterback might have, but knowing the pressure that might come with being a top five guy? Um, I, like the, I like the fact that, you know, not putting pressure on yourself it, it always it almost allows you to you know just be comfortable in, in what you're doing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um you know those guys Bryce CJ you know they have a lot of pressure on them to do great things early you know if you're a guy like him you you know you want to be developed you want to sit behind a, a veteran quarterback and, and see uh what he does you know on his daily routine or how he gets ready for a game and how he mm-hmm. takes on a week and stuff like that so no, i'll take I 40 do, million to be the number one overall pick back and forth but, about it i'm yeah. like, yes. I'm it's, like it's, it's second tough. overall it's, tough. It's, it's but but you got to think I, i'm not a top five guy you know mm-hmm. nobody's talking about me being a top mm-hmm. five guy so i you know let I don't want to play into that. I don't mm-hmm. want to play into, even though you have your agents talking, hey, I can get you this, this, and that. 
I don't want all that pressure. I want to go, come in, be myself, do what I've been doing with my athleticism, mm -hmm. getting out mm -hmm. the pocket, making things happen. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. most recent example, of course, not the direct parallel, is what Patrick Mahomes was able to do behind Alex mm -hmm. Smith for a year. Exactly. And would he have become yeah. the same quarterback without that year of mm -hmm. watching a pro do mm -hmm. what he did and how he operated? Mm -hmm. And if Anthony Richardson goes to four to Indianapolis, he does not get that gift. So mm -hmm. it is interesting. Whereas Seattle, he'd get to watch Geno Smith operate. I know forty million means yeah, yeah. very you. different. You know, I, get it. I get it. I'll figure out the price <laughs> for it. One the last person I think who plays a key role today. Steve Smith Sr. is going to be there for the network. Oh, yeah. I happen to think that in these physical freaks, I think the commentators play yeah, a very I'll valuable like role. And I've seen them get guys drafted before. When you start hyping out and if Steve's going to be his personality and if Richardson does something crazy and Steve goes nuts and that goes viral, that is a part of it. So like, I'm telling like you, that. our guy, 89, is going to be there in Gainesville. He plays a role in this, and he, he'll do it well. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, let's set the table for a game of big deal or no big deal. Right. Back in 2021, the 49ers traded up to the third overall pick to select Trey Lance. Now, Mr. Irrelevant, I thought we'd agreed to not say that on this we show, did. but we, we are going to say it in this one title of 2022. Brock Purdy is in line for the starting role. 49ers CEO Jed York was asked about his thoughts on their very interesting quarterback situation. I wouldn't change anything that we've made about the decision with Trey. I, I think Trey has a chance to be great, but... It's, it's a bonus when you get somebody at the end of the seventh round that ends up coming in and being very impactful for your team. And, I mean, I, I've said it multiple times with quarterbacks, whether it was Alex and Cap, you know, I mean, watching Jimmy and Jimmy and Trey, and now, you know, Brock and Trey and Sam, you can't have enough good quarterbacks. Like, I, I wish that we can go back in time and Steve Bono could be my third-string quarterback behind two future Hall of Famers. Like, that's fantastic. That gives you a chance to win and be very, very successful in this league. Again, you can't worry about, well, you know, Trey hasn't played as many games as we would have liked. It's not his fault. I mean, he, he got injured. Calling him how he sees him. Chalk this up under, that's a good problem to have. Time for a game of big deal or no big deal. York said he wouldn't change anything about moving up to get Lance and added, you can't have enough good quarterbacks, especially if you're in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, is it a big deal or is it no big deal that the 49ers still feel the need to defend their decision to draft Trey Lance? Kyle? It's a big deal. And we, we, we just have to put it. Jed, you wouldn't do anything differently? <laughs> You wouldn't have go back and draft Micah Parsons that year or or maybe Jamar Chase or Penny Sewell. I understand you're standing by your guy, but I mean, come on. Now, that being said, it's a fascinating situation. I, I feel like the Niners, um, they purchased their dream house that they, they've always wanted, but it had work and the roof started collapsing and it turned out this money pit. So in the meantime, they're like, let's just live in this rental. It's kind of cheap and it's practical and it's easy. And the rental is Brock Purdy, and he's like, wow, this is great. The kids actually like it here. It's comfortable. The neighbors are nice. It's actually really nice. The finishes are there, and the heated bathroom floors are a nice bonus. In the meantime, the dream house, like, keeps breaking down, and there's a plumbing problem, and then the inspector comes in and doesn't pass the electrical. 
and you're like, should we just stay in the rental? It's nice. I think it's pretty good. We can win with this rental. Yeah, but that dream house, that was the one we always wanted. Yeah. I don't know. Love the one you're with. I, I understand they're backing up Trey Lance, and Trey Lance has done nothing wrong and said nothing wrong, and we brought up these perfect comparisons to Jordan Love yesterday. They're, they're like brothers at this point. I, I wish they could have clarity on one thing, and that's why I like Lynch was this week. He's like, yeah, if it's Purdy, it's Purdy. If he's ready to go, I think that you live in that rental, and then eventually you live in a rental long enough, uh, you buy it, Jay, so I'm told. Yeah, but sometimes, I mean, you buy that big dream house, yeah. the rental, you're probably going to be downsized. The next thing you know, yeah. you're happy. You and the wife and the kids are happy, and next thing you know, you're adding another person to the family, and next thing you know, you look up, the rental's just not big enough. So now uh, you go back to that dream house, and it's just like, maybe we just had the wrong contractor. We just needed to... <laughs> figure some things out. So this dream house is back on the table because it's still young. Trey Lance is only 22 years old. He still has a ton of room to grow and more time to grow. He's not a guy that's up against his prime and is just like, oh, what do we do next? He's 22. Will Levis is 23 years old. He's coming out in the draft this year and we're raving about him and his physical attributes. So for a guy like Trey Lance, I don't think it's a big deal that you're just saying, hey, like, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and change it. To your point, when you do a redraft, there's so many teams that say, I mean, if I knew that guy was going to be that good, right, I might have right, gone with him. Right. But at the same time, we don't know how good Trey Lance can become. This is going to be a huge test for him this season because, like you said, I do expect Purdy to come in as a starter. How does he handle that and how does he play moving forward? What do you think, Brock? I'm going to go no big deal. I'm going to go no big deal because I feel like as a GM, you have to support your decision. I mean, I think it's like a ref. You know, ref makes a call. He has to support that call no matter what what happens. So I, I believe, like, they they did what they they had to do. They drafted Trey. They didn't think Brock was going to really be that good and really be that relevant when they needed him. And nice. it happened. And they have to deal with it. So, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's no big deal. I think they have to, you know, defend their decision and and run with with both guys and see what whatever works. Mm-hmm. I think you're I think you're spot on in the interpretation of the question, which is, of course, they're going to defend mm-hmm. a, a massive decision in the value of their company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to stand by what they did because it's their brain trust that's at right. work here. Um, what I do think is a big deal is, and what I've learned in this last season, especially sitting next to Jason McCourty and how he interprets Uh-oh. the business side of this, is. Just how much value and long-term value, whether or not they deserve it or not, first-round picks get, mm. top 20 guys get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listening to the Jets, for example, talk about, opine about Zach Wilson when he did not deserve being talked about so kindly in December. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm, I'm sitting here next to McCordy. I'm like, why are they doing this? He, Zach Wilson, he's not played well. This is not, this is not transpiring well for the Jets. He goes, he's a first-round pick. Maybe they might trade him. You always want to speak kindly of a guy that's in your building, mm-hmm. just in case. Trey Lance, while the 49ers have bad luck in the quarterback room injury-wise, you don't know what kind of value they could get for that young man if Brock Purdy becomes yeah. the relevant quarterback that they mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. I'm done saying the relevant thing. That was it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I've emptied the bag. Um, <laughs> I know the feeling. Right. Uh, our own Steve Weish caught up with uh, Falcons owner Arthur Blank down at the annual league meeting, and they discussed the relationship Patriots owner Robert Kraft has with rapper Meek Mill. Mm. And if Arthur Blank has any rappers that he would consider friends. I had one funny experience. I, you know, one of the rappers is two, is two chains. And so I, I saw him on the sidelines in one of our games. We had invited him, I guess. And, and I didn't know why. I didn't know why he was called two chains. I didn't know who he was. And I said, hello, staff, make sure you point him out to me. I want to be respectful. I mean, I don't. I would listen to his stuff particularly, but I do want to be respectful and appreciate his support. 
you know, so they did. And I said, you know, and I said, I, I can see why, you know, your nickname is two chains. You got these big chains around his neck and what have you. So he said to me, well, you want, you know, I mean, we, we can get some chains for you. I said, ah, I don't, I don't think about it. I'm, I'm not sure that's the right look for me. <laughs> First and foremost, Mr. Blank, props to you for saying, can someone point him out to me? I want to be respectful. Respect yeah. I want to be respectful. Yeah, it's great. Sure. Uh, all right. Is it a big deal? Or no big deal that Arthur Blank turned down free chains from Mr. Two Chains himself. Of course it's a big deal. Free chains, you got to throw those around your neck. You got to rock them with pride. He may even be able to hit a little a little shuffle right there, a little two-step to run, make it feel good. So I expected Arthur Blank to say, hey, yeah, two, hey, give me a chain. If you got one on your neck right now, let me hold that too. I, I would thought he would have been a fan of his music in Atlanta. I mean, Two Chains is a fan of dancers. I'm sure Arthur Blank likes to dance uh, and all of those types of things. So I would expect that. And he talked about Robert Kraft. He's wore chains. He said Meek Mill is his friend. And I remember after we won the Super Bowl, yep. Meek Mill had just dropped his championships album. Kraft was rocking this chain. It wasn't just for the parade. There was a few days later, we had a Boston Bruins game. He still had the chain on. Let us kind of hold in a touch. We couldn't put on the chain, though. We didn't earn that chain from Meek Mill. It was heavy. You could flip it around. It, it was amazing. So, Arthur Blank, take, take a page out of uh, Kraft's. Go ahead and get that chain. Put okay. it on. It may bring you a Super Bowl. You never know. Mm. Mm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I went big deal, too. I went big deal, big deal too. But uh, I went because, man, you, you can't decline anybody offer. You know, mm. I don't wow. think it's right to decline. Mm-hmm. I think that's polite to decline somebody offer. Okay. Uh, if it was me, it would definitely be if it's free, it's for me. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're offering and you're paying, mm-hmm. yeah, let me rock the change. I'll rock them and, and show that I'm hip, too. And, you know, that maybe that connects me with the players and the young players on my team. Sure. Mm-hmm. It, borderline, you get... It's like the Kirk Cousins experience again. It's like, oh. are you gonna are, are you being this or are you wearing it? Are you mm-hmm. borrowing them? Is this really who you are, or are you mm-hmm. just trying to ingratiate yourself with your teammates? What are, am I being mocked actively as yeah. this is happening? Uh-huh. Yes, you are. I think this is of a course. I think this is a big deal because he has great awareness mm-hmm. for um, mm-hmm. what the fr- mm-hmm. maybe later on in the friendship, but he's not going to shake the man's hand and say, "I'm sorry." I did not, couldn't pick you out of a crowd, didn't know who you were, but I will take yeah. the free mm-hmm. ice. Like, I think it'll take maybe a year or two. I'm sure Meek Mill wasn't just handing Robert Arthur Kraft. Blank, he could get his own chains. He too. also could get his own chains, too. Right. Yes, yeah. Arthur Blank, the diamonds are in those chains. He has in the ashtray of his car yes. if you watch them. <laughs> oh, what are these old things? Like, it, it, it's, it's not, not a thing. Yeah. I, I really respect Mr. Blank, the way he ended it, where he said in this very polite way, I don't think that's the right look for me, yeah. which I can relate mm-hmm. to personally. Mm-hmm. I would not accept the chains. <laughs> However, you know what I want? There was an era where it, there was always there was always a cup. Like a little John used to come with a cup. Remember he'd go to the red, go to the yes, red carpet. Kyle. And he would always have a cup with him. And it was like at the VMAs and it was at the every award. I think we have a picture of the cup. And he would like he'd be like, Lil John, you're at the Kennedy Center Honors and you got a cup? Uh, no, no cup there. But um, I always want the cup. And it seems like he had like some booze in it or something. Well, and it was bedazzled. Yeah, it was bedazzled yes. and bejeweled and all yes. those things. So you want what's in the cup? Yeah, and I want the cup itself. It was crunk juice in that. Crunk yeah, juice. That was. You want the night. Crunk juice era. You want the night that's gonna crunk go juice. along with yeah. what's in that juice. I, I'm yeah. not wearing the chains to be mocked. That Kirk Cousins thing, we're all laughing at him. Everyone yeah. thinks it's so funny, but we yeah. are. Right. I, what, what is the name of the beverage? Crunk juice. Crunk juice. You can't, crunk you can't crunk ask juice. what is the name of the beverage. Because <laughs> it just it doesn't go along with. What should I say, right. Jason? What, what's, Brock, what's in the cup? Like, like now. Well, how about like you know saying like um. Nate Burleson used to say to me, like, what are you sipping on? Like, there he used to go. say, is that, no, what is the beverage? <laughs>
automatically they're not giving you any if you say What that. kind of, do you think he has an IPA in there or something totally <laughs> different, right? Chardonnay. I want the cup. Uh, right, the, cu- the cup was great. I forgot. Maybe we should maybe we should put some diamonds on these. Maybe Diamond-encrusted Good not Morning mine. Football mugs. And, and crunk juice. And put too. some crunk juice in it. Yes. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Kirk, back to pass. He'll throw right. Look at that. Jefferson uncovered. 2015 can. Dances to the right. Dives for the end zone. Touchdown! Second down and 11. Flip to Jones off the right side. Gets the break. Makes the turn to the 10 to the 5. End zone. Touchdown! There's the snap to golf. Back in the pocket. Rolling right. Being chased. Throws. End zone. Caught. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Just in the middle of the field, 45, 50. Greengrass in front of him, leaving Lions in his wake. Running left to the 10, five, touchdown. He goes 67 yards. Bears fans hoping to see a lot more of that in years to come. Our good friend Michael Brockers, of course, has spent the last two seasons playing in the NFC North and knows this division inside and out. So we're going to pick apart his brain and talk each team. We're going to just... Get right inside there and find out all of the nitty-gritty in the NFC North. And we're going to decide which team has the most potential to become the king of the North. Yeah, mm. let's go. Mm-hmm. It says I'm supposed to read, let's start with my Minnesota Vikings. I think they dropped ownership of me yesterday when I asked for <laughs> to make a change no, in quarterback. I know, it was good fodder. It was good yes, conversational was. fodder. Yes. Michael, mm-hmm. uh, what does Minnesota need to do to be the king of the North in 2023? To, to be the king of the North, uh, I think defensively they're going to have to tighten up some things. I think you spoke on yesterday uh, about how Kirk Cousins, you know, can't get the job done or whatever. It, but, you know, Jay, you talked about how good he's doing and how consistent he's been throughout his uh his his term with with Minnesota, but I believe tighten it up defensively. They, yeah. they were ranked 28 points uh, per game allowed. They were ranked 31st in total yards per game allowed. They were ranked uh, also 31st in pass yards uh, per game allowed. And rough. I just feel I, it's just a rough defensively. And I yeah. and I noticed, and I hate to be you know critiquing the team or whatever. And I don't want nobody to you know hit me on Twitter or anything about it. But you know when you notice a, a team. They, they have to have shootouts in order to win games. Yeah. It's, it's not like they're dominating games. They have to have shootouts back and forth with teams, and I don't think that's how you can get it done, get it done in this league. And the Vikings, of course, have made a change now. They let Ed, Tom, Ed Donatel oh, go right. as their defensive coordinator. They mm-hmm. bring in Brian Flores, so that's hopefully the change, not just from the coaching side. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to make adjustments defensively as well, but I do want to put the disclaimer out for you for the rest of the segment. It's just You're going to give your analysis of teams. That's you are it. not that's ripping it. anybody no. and that no one should come after this man. Twitter's coming regardless. No, it doesn't matter. Sharing it's his coming. thoughts on these Hey, guys, scenes. tweet them. Go ahead. Yeah. Say whatever you want, Brock. <laughs> Screw them. Doesn't He's, matter. You don't, you're, they're not your boss. Right. Not right. In this league. Bring don't on don't the heat, baby. Say whatever you want. Uh-huh. We're talking us. Yeah. Never mind yeah, all yeah, that yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the Vikings? They got to win the big game. I mean, mm-hmm. as we watched them last year, it was, I think, 13 wins. They, they were rolling, and we watched them against Dallas. Obviously, the playoff game to the Giants. The Giants were a team that Dable comes in there, re-energize them, and they go into Minnesota. Minnesota and beat them in the playoffs. So for this Vikings team, as well as Kirk, 
Kirk Cousins has played, and I glowed about him yesterday, they have to be able to win the big games. You want to win the Super Bowl, you got to win the ones that lead up to that. So I think that's a big thing that they have to get over the hump. And my guy Flo, I think he can think he can turn a lot of, uh, around on that defense. Yeah, it's weird because it was Zimmer for so many years, and it was defense is our thing, and defense yep. is our thing. Mm-hmm. Just terrible. Just awful, awful. last year, objectively, mm-hmm. statistically. Mm-hmm. 23rd pick in the draft. Get a linebacker, get a safety, get a pass rusher, get somebody. Aaron Rodgers is leaving the division. Somebody go take it. Mm-hmm. It's sitting there for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, somebody can go take it. So much hype around the Bears. Mm-hmm. So much excitement. <laughs> they had the number one pick. They traded it. Um, there's a Justin Fields conversation. Can the Bears be king of the north? And a better conversation, game within a game. We're going to roll some videotape oh, once no. you start talking. <laughs> is it Justin Fields running that we see first or passing because yesterday I requested specific passing footage passing. of Justin mm-hmm. Fields. Be and passing. Bears fans were like, thank you, thank you. He actually does throw. So, Brock, I want you to start talking to Bears. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to press the button and roll Justin Fields footage. Let's see if it's passing or running. What do you guys Someone's think? Someone's sweating right now. What do you yeah. think? It's going to be passing. You think it's it passing? Yeah. Rambling in Mount Laurel. He's going to be running. Running? It has to be passing. Running? It has to be passing. All right, passing. I'm going I'm to. It's definitely running. So, Brock, <laughs> just start talking, and when the button gets hit, you let's see. You just them enough time to find the passing. No, video. I didn't. They need hours. Um, <laughs> Running or passing? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Oh, so so what I have about the Bears? So I, I feel like Justin Fields needs a, a, a good supporting. Yeah, she's running. <laughs> I, knew it. I, knew it. I definitely oh, believe baby, that. Pair of shoes. Justin Let's go. Fields right, needs a, 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 a good supporting cast around him. They just lost uh, David Montgomery to the to the Lions in yep. the division. So I, I just feel like you know he needs somebody to throw the ball to. He needs somebody to take some pressure off him in the running game and and you know run a ball for him as. Yeah. You know, as he's using that offense so much, um, I just feel like he just needs a better supporting cast. They need to take the get the ball out of out of his hands in order for him to last in this league. Because I don't see him lasting a long time with him taking the hits and the running that he's doing. So I definitely think a, a great supporting cast around him have get a, a running back or something that can take some of those that, that running game off his legs. Yeah, I, I love as you started talking as soon as the clip played, like <laughs> no one cared what you were talking about. I right, it's like, he's running the ball. <laughs> to your point, getting a supporting cast, I think the addition of DJ Moore is huge for them in mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Gives him a number one wide receiver to be able to get the ball out to. And just to be able to trust those third down and mediums of having a guy lined up at the X receiver spot, mm-hmm. knowing that it can dictate the defense, whether I go to that guy or if I know they're double teaming that guy, it allows me to know where I want to go with the football. So I think obviously that and showing up the offensive line, Justin Fields got killed. Mm-hmm. And as a defensive lineman, that's the first thing you talk about because mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, he's really really good if he gets outside the pocket but for us we can get to him and take advantage of the weak spots on, along the offensive line so mm-hmm. protecting him and obviously getting DJ Moore I think is going to be huge for Chicago. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Ryan Pohl's uh, tenure as general manager in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's one of the more enigmatic figures in the NFL because I can't quite figure out what he's up to specifically defensively too. He trades away Roquan Smith last year at the deadline send to yep. Baltimore. Who are you retaining? Where is your defensive identity coming from? Because they signed Tremaine Edmonds from they resigned, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, do they go that direction defensively or in the draft? You know, they're later around picks. They might be able to bolster that side. But the fact that he let Roquan Smith walk, got retained picks, he gives up the first pick overall, he's got an idea, but we just can't quite figure out what direction that is. It's fascinating. There's a lot of mystery. I think he put it right. Remember they won in Monday night against the Patriots and it looked oh. incredible? That was their last one of the season. They did not win the game after that. They went wow. three months basically without winning. That's why they had the number one pick. But they got to figure out how to win. Like wow. that, that year was an investment yeah. year. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go. They went out with a bang. Next up, though, the Detroit Lions. You know Ooh. a lot about this team. Yeah. Came on hot at the end of the season. 
What is it going to take for them to become king of the north? Uh, in my notes, I have you know stay stay humble and stay hungry. Okay. Um, because I I feel I, I feel uh, like last year when we got to that that halfway point and we just really locked in and just said, hey, screw it, let's go out here and focus one game at a time. Yep. Let's not focus on how many games we got left, how many games we've lost. Let's focus in one game at a time and see what we can do. And I think because of the, all the media attention that they're getting right now, mm -hmm. that's where I say stay humble. They haven't really done anything yet. You know, you want you don't want to start reading your newspaper clippings before you go out there and show the world what you really got. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said stay humble, stay hungry, focus on, focus on what you can control, focus on your daily habits. And it'll show, you'll show on Sunday uh, what you have. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's going to be fun. A young team, I think the hardest thing to deal with is success. So them mm -hmm. having that late down the stretch, mm -hmm. Dan Campbell's had those guys fired up. Uh, there's going to be a lot of question marks, I think, going into the season with the expect expectations being so high. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about Matt Stafford yesterday and how his trade from the Lions to L.A. reinvigorated whatever he needed to yeah. lead a team to winning. But the Jared Goff experience in Detroit, mm -hmm. I think, is very fascinating, especially considering they were able to retain Ben Johnson as offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. I think I think in the vast uh, scale of the offseason headlines, Ben Johnson staying in Detroit is a huge, huge. Oh, deal. Yeah, huge. And it's like, oh, it's bubbling under the surface almost of if this team all of a sudden sneaks out to be the king of the north, I think a lot of it will have to do with the consistency with Jared Goff working with Ben Johnson, the fact mm -hmm. that Dan Campbell, for as skilled of a head coach as he is, was able to keep a, such a skilled offensive coordinator like Ben Johnson. I think it's mm -hmm. a really big deal. Mm -hmm. well, Kyle. What else we got? We're talking Lions still. Do you want to, or do you no. want to go Green Bay? I want to go to the Packers. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. You're prepared. I'm with you. um, let's, uh, let's talk Packers. Do you just want to start, or do you want Brock to you go wanna, to the Packers? You want to start, or do you want okay, to start? Okay, great. Well, I'm, I'm short and sweet anyway, so I'll, I'll okay. let you get to yours. So my, mine was simple, man. You rally around Jordan Love. Focus in one game at a time. Yeah. We already, you already heard from Matt uh, the other day saying you got to be tempered with jo Jordan Love. So obviously his expectations aren't really high for the team. But I think if they do just as what he said, hey, focus in one game at a time. Focus on what we can control. Focus on our offense and our abilities to win games. And I think that's what they're going to have to do because obviously, like you heard earlier, you know, it's not really a high expectation for them to win. It's just what what can we do? Let, let me ask you this. The Packers are one of the most intimidating brands of football mm -hmm. over time, 10, mm -hmm. 15, 20 years. You play them, you go to Lambeau, it's scary. Mm -hmm. Teams are like, what are we walking into? Right. Is it going to be strange for teams now in this division to not perhaps feel yeah. that intimidation, right. fear them the way they used to? When you don't have an elite quarterback as you did for so many years, nobody fears you. You mm -hmm. know, like you, they just know, hey, they're going into Lambeau. We're gonna we're gonna beat this team. They don't yeah. have a rod. They don't because when you have that ability, you know, you you don't know. Two minutes left in the game, you're down by three. You give the ball to A-Rod. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Look how many times he's come back and held Mary. It's a wrap. <laughs> but now you don't have that. Mm -hmm. Now teams know that they, they don't have that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go out there and go get the dub. Jay, let me put you on the spot. Please do. I got the DraftKings odds in front of me. Who do you think is the favorite this year in the NFC North? The favorite? Mm. Who do you think I'm is the favorite? Go the, yeah, Minnesota Vikings. Oh. Favorite is the Lions? Lions. Who do you guys think is the long shot? Picked it last, the longest odds to win the division. The Packers. Packers. Green Bay. Think it's the Packers? Yeah. All three of you think it's the Packers? Yeah. It's the Packers. Yeah. It's absolutely right. the Packers. Right. It's a the weird Lions. time right now. Favorite yeah. Lions <laughs> favorite. Are we in the upside down? Might be. Is Might that what be. it's called? <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.